everybody, welcome back to Sword Coast Coast to Coast. This is your Dungeon Master Cameron. This is the final episode. This is the final campaign episode where you're going to be finding out exactly what happened to the crew. The Sword Coast Coast to Coast crew. I thought I was going to sp split this up into several different episodes, but I don't, think, I don't think so. I think it's more appropriate to keep it all together. There's going to be some episodes coming out shortly that will be kind of reflection episodes where we continue recording and kind of talking. But this is the final one as far as campaign content is concerned. I'm going to let you get right to it. They have flown into the orb here that was flying around in the elemental plane of air, if you remember that from last episode. There's not going to be an ending to this episode. I'm not going to record a kind of cap. I want the thing to exist on its own. If you enjoyed the show and you want to see us do something like it again in the future, since this campaign is over and probably Sword Coast Coast to Coast as it is and it won't come back in any kind of uh, this form at least if you want to see us do something like this in the future uh, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash range touch and check out what we're up to at range touch uh, range as well as twitter.com slash range touch thanks so much to everyone for listening all the way through this for people in the future this is uh, the kind of thing you can listen to all in one go there's not any extraneous stuff uh, so hopefully that's exciting to you uh, again, thanks so much for doing it. I really enjoyed uh, uh, DMing this, and I think everyone enjoyed playing, and I think the ending just sits a little bit better if you get to sit with it rather than having to hear me talk again at the end. So I'm going to let you get right to it. It's a great episode. I think you're going to enjoy it. The big door appears, and um, the duck flies through. The big old fancy duck that used to be your friend. What was that? What was that duck noise? That was me. Sorry. Well, what was that <laughs> noise? Quack, quack. <laughs> and, Wag is uh, saying that. <laughs> yeah, Wag does that. It's, it's, it's just real into and it. And you kind of fly through uh, a fog. Through the other side of that fog, when you come out, um, you know, you look behind you, no doorway. In fact, when you look behind you, you just see beautiful blue skies. And down below you, you are flying over what appears to be a farm. It's growing uh, lots of plants in rows. Um, and uh, there's a little house. There's a little barn. Um, and down you can see uh, a couple uh, children. You know, one is a little elf child, one's a little dwarf child, and they look up at you and they wave as you go by. You can Wait, see one. Uh, you, you can you can le uh, read its lips, and it says, "Ooh, a mandarin duck." Uh, I let out a, a long like um, quack, like a, a trucker horn. Quack. <laughs> quack quack. Okay, what what are you doing? You're is about you're about um, thirty yards off the ground. No, not that much. Maybe 15 yards off the ground. Um, is there any, like, uh, notable things on the horizon? Uh, there's a forest you can see off in the distance. There are some mountains beyond that forest. Mm -hmm. Kind of weirdly enough, any direction that you look, you can see there's a forest and then some mountains off in the distance. Hmm. Hmm. Is there... Uh, is, is the map giving us anything? The map uh, is the same thing it looked like before. Just an orb, and it's warm. Just, just an orb. Yep. Okay. Silverleaf grabs 
onto uh, Kylie very strongly embraces for the inevitable barrel roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. Let's go. Let's go talk to those people and see if they know anything. Um. Quack, and I do a sort of a, you know, long spiraling down to land sort of close to them. <laughs> okay. Not a not a uh, like an aircraft carrier landing. <laughs> no, no, much Going more like a, just putting the brakes up. Like um, a but the reverse or helix counterclockwise helix down in um in Rollcaster Tycoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, uh, Kylie does a beautiful duck landing, uh, but unfortunately, it is a duck landing. So as he gets close, he like kind of. Uh, Flips his uh, wings out and kind of does that weird little hop run they do. It looks so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it, um, extra stupid. He has for the to long do that. duck. I mean, you can't can't control it. Um, and you're on the ground. Like it's like ground under your feet. Quack you quack. See the I plants. start pecking at Silverleaf. Quack quack. Silverleaf reaches into his uh, his robe and pulls out some corn. Feeds <laughs> it to Kylie. Quack, Wait, quack, no, quack. like a loaf of bread and starts like <laughs> picking off little breadcrumbs, scattering them on the ground. Kyle, you can't help it. You love those breadcrumbs. You start eating them. Yeah, they're so bad for me, but I can't. don't feed ducks breadcrumbs. It's bad. That's fun, though. They love it. Um. So, okay. You see Silverleaf feeding Kylie some breadcrumbs. <laughs> And then I snap my fingers um, and turn Kylie back into his. his Kylie's mouth. on all fours, eating breadcrumbs off the ground. <laughs> mouth still full of them, and I can't help myself. I keep going. What are y'all doing? The children are standing over there. I said there's a dwarf and an elf. They're looking at you. Uh, uh, and, uh, dwarf. One's got like a bucket of water. Do they, are they, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to ask if they're surprised that this doc just turned into a person. Um, they don't look shocked or anything. Okay. Uh, Wag, they're simple farm folk. Real quick before we go talk to these kids, Wag wants to make um an Arcana check. Okay. To see like, is the ground magical? Like what's like what's going on here? Like that may that may actually be me casting detect magic. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead and detect magic. Um, I I I mean I think you just do it right. So uh. Yeah, literally everything. It's like in a, a ten foot radius or something like that. Literally everything is is lit up like you know, uh, day glow orange. Okay, uh, everything here is magical. What's the verdict, Weg? Uh, it's magic as hell in here. <laughs> Damn. Uh, if you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you learn its school of magic, if any. Um, it's some sort of primordial god magic. Okay. Yeah. It's not an illusion, I wouldn't say. Okay. All right, well, <laughs> well, this is all real, it's, but it's, ma- it's magical as heck in here. Weg uh, decides to approach one of these kids. Okay. Hail with the hail and well met. Hail, hail and well met. Youngling. Hail and well met. Wah! Wah! <laughs> um, radical. Um, Rah! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> are the are the dwarf and the elf also children, or are they yeah. just people? Yeah. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Just to, just to be clear, they're the only people you can see are two children. One is a dwarf child and one is an elf child. Does that make what? sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Does the dwarf child do dwarf children have mm-hmm. beards? Um, he's got a little scraggle going on. Okay. Wag says, "Uh, what's up, homies?" They they give you they <laughs> yeah one one eyebrow goes up on that little dwarf kid's face. How do you do, fellow demi humans? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they 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 say uh, so the dwarf says, uh, "Well, hello, where'd you come from?" Uh, well, we're trying to figure that out ourselves. Would you uh, do you know where we are right now? That would probably help us figure out where we came from. We're on the farm. You where? can see. Oh, yeah, it's, a gestures. Lo- it's a lovely farm. Uh, what do you grow here? Uh, Potatoes. Oh, I love potatoes. Wag's really excited. Go dig one up. Uh, I I would love to. Uh, are you, are your parents around? Uh, Our papa is not around. Papa? Uh, what What is your daddy's name and, and what does he do? Um, he's our dad. He farms. Just the potatoes? Well, yeah. What are, they're, first of all, the potatoes are magical. Because everything here is magical. Mm-hmm. So Wag, what's you should ma- definitely what's get magic? on that. Um, what are your names? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> could you, Cameron uh, could have never anticipated this question. Uh, hold on. It's uh, it to, in Cameron's defense. It is the first time we've ever asked an NPC's name. Thea and Jimmy Junior. <laughs> oh, those are lovely names. So, so mm-hmm. is is Jimmy Senior Jim. your 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 dad, your papa? <laughs> oh damn! Got him with the investigation. Uh, uh, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, the farmer. Do you know when Jimmy the farmer will be back? He's taking. He's over. He's there. He's in the village. Oh, well, how do we get to the village? We've never been there. Oh. He just goes and he comes back sometimes. Do you, what direction does he leave in when he goes to the village? Um. Uh, and, and they just kind of like sweep their arms in a one hundred eighty degree arc. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> the village. And and you kind of follow their arm, and it's almost you know it's kind of like the Mona Lisa, uh, looking at you, right? Like you see a mountain, and as you go one eighty degrees, following their arm, it's like the mountain continues with you. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, that's a new one. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, I'm gonna go get me one of those potatoes if that's all right. Oh well, you should probably you should probably not dig. I was kind of kidding about digging one up. It's not really digging up potato season. You can have, we have a spare potato or two. You can have that. Oh no, don't don't worry about it. it from was, the it, bin, you can I'm, from the bin, and you can see there's a bin of potatoes. Uh, well, if you, if you're sure, I mean, I could, you know. And you're not sure that that bin of potatoes was there before. <laughs> uh, ne- never gonna turn down a free a free magical potato. <laughs> Wag walks okay. over and and gets one. Yeah, it's a potato. You guys, y- y'all should really ask Wag about his uh, his toys. He's got some really cool ones he could show you. You know, he's got like Purple Knight and. Oh like yeah, a... do you kids like toys? What's a toys? A, a toys is a uh, toys are are fun things that you play with for enjoyment. 
And Wegg Weg pulls out the, the purple knight. And they, they, they say, like these? And they just pull out potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> just well, yeah, yeah, we know that. Wegg would probably love to have a potato as a toy. <laughs> well, yes, it's, it's, it's like a potato, but see, it's in the shape of a little man. And, and you can pretend that he goes on all kinds of adventures. Like this, and they just throw the potato. Wow! <laughs> just throw it like that. Uh, Adventures. Well, sure, but you know, have have you kids ever played make believe? We live here. Here on the potato farm. Yeah. Wait, uh, have you ever thought about what's not on the potato farm? Oh, and you can kind of see them like. It's like their brains are collapsing inward. <laughs> it's very similar to the look that Silverleaf had after living a thousand L five times. <laughs> uh, they begin sweating profusely, and uh, and then they kind of shake their heads and they go, uh, "We live here." Okay. Uh, well, thanks, kids. And and Wag puts the purple knight back in, into the folds of his robe. Mm-hmm. Um, they go and get their potato. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wag turns to the others and says, okay, I think we're in some kind of... Uh, like a snow globe situation, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I think I think if we just kind of wander in any given direction, we'll end up in whatever this village is. A pocket plane. Yeah. Is that what these are? Yes, that's what this is. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's, let's head towards the mountain. Lead the way, Wag. You walk across the field, um, and you get to the forest, and you take a few steps into the forest, and and you are there maybe 10 or 15 feet, and uh, you take, uh, there's a pine tree in your way, and you brush it past you, and then you take a step out of the forest, and the farm is right in front of you. Is there a mailbox in front of the farm? There's not a mailbox in front of the farm. Is there a, a farmhouse or a building? Yeah, it's the one you just left. Oh, sorry. I, I was just picturing us in a field. Um, no. Yeah. Um, can we root around? When you left, it's there's a uh, there's a potato farm and uh, there's a little house and there's a little uh, stables. Let's go into the house. Yeah, let's go into the house. And the children are standing there and they're saying, "Where where are you going?" Uh, we ju- we just need to use the restroom real quick. Is that okay? And they say okay, and they just point at a bucket <laughs> at the outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's over there. Uh, no, our, my friend Wag is very shy. Yeah, sorry. I uh, I have a condition. Are you gonna, are you gonna poop in our kitchen? What are you doing? <laughs> he he'll take the bucket. Don't worry. Yeah, Wegg goes up. Oh no, Wegg Wegg goes over and um. We don't have to. Let's. They can, they're children. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna stop us walking in the house. We don't have to like convince them. We think they're magical they're, children. Yeah, we think they're children. This might be a a. They might wish us into the cornfield. We don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, wished into the cornfield. <laughs> mm. Okay, so you're just pushing your way past Silverleaf. Um, I mean, I, I get pushed my way past some children. I like, <laughs> are, what are they like hanging onto my legs? Like, no, I mean, they're just standing there, kind of in front of the door. You're gonna have to, like, you know, body them out of the way a little bit. Okay, I get down sort of like to their level so I can speak eye to eye with them. Mm-hmm. And I say, listen, kids. I just shot 
a frost ray at a thing and it came back and hit me. You can see that my hair is still frozen. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, wow. I would like to... What's frozen? It's this. It's when liquid turns into a solid and it's very cold. Can you feel that? You oh, feel how my cold my, my... I can feel it. My hair is... I've never, and again, their faces begin kind of like scrunching up and you can see that they're in an immense amount of distress and then they, whoo, they calm Listen, down a little bit. Usually, I don't know how you are experiencing whatever this is, mm-hmm. but for me, this seems like a comfortable place that I want to be. I want to go in there. I want to sit down in front of a fire, which is probably burning in there because mm-hmm. that's what I imagine, you know, most houses have. And I want to warm myself up. And, when and you take say a short that, rest and feel a little bit better. When you say that, you can see then behind them in in the maybe the kitchen or whatever, you can see a fire begin. You can see the glow of the fire mm-hmm. where you couldn't before. And they say, oh, okay, fine. Okay. All right. Um, and they kind of, they, they turn around, they walk inside of the house and, and uh, the door is open. Okay. What's in the? I, I walk in. What's in the house? Just looking like a looking like a, a house. You're walking into the kitchen. Basically, it's kind of a big open room. Uh, there appear to be you know there's a storage room over to one side. There appear to be a couple closed rooms, maybe bedrooms or something like that, or maybe like you know where um, I, you know I don't know where you might uh, make. Gosh, what do you call it? Like thread or something like that. So like a, a little uh, yeah, like a trades room exactly. Uh, or you might cart wool or something like that, but uh, but yeah, this looks like you know a bog standard little you know fantasy house. Mm-hmm. So I had an idea, um, but it led me to a, another a, a problem that we might have because my okay. first thought was in this plane, I wonder if um, we still have like a connection to the outside world, namely like Wag having his divine connection. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I remembered that Wegg's god is dead, so mm-hmm. it made me... I, I wonder what Wegg's magic situation is. Hasn't come up yet. Yeah. Oh, Because well, I, I want to ask Wegg oh, if he yeah. can he still did. feel a Roglin. He didn't have a problem doing that. You, you want to ask me if I can what? Like, you can still feel the presence of, like, your connection to a Roglin. Oh. Um, I mean, I, I, I would assume that there's definitely something missing, right? Like... Like the, uh, as as though a light has been turned off that I had never known was on, that sort of deal. Uh, but as far as I know, my my abilities still work. Yeah, because you could still do that detect magic, right? I could. Mm-hmm. That the, it, to be fair, detect magic is a first level spell, so not really, <laughs> not really, you know, like really de- reaching into the bag to to pull out something big for that one. You think but. you can do that one even without? Oh, Roglin now? Oh, well, I, you know, we're level 10, right? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like first, first level spells are, are like falling off a log at this point. Um, but, uh... Silverleaf sneezes magic missiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really Weg, dangerous. Wegg turns to Tess and says, Tess, Tess, mm-hmm. Tess, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. T- t- tell these kids that you want a sandwich and see what happens. Why don't? Why do you need me for this? Because I'm. I want to. I want to involve you in the adventure. <laughs> it's a good plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you know, I, 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 I would take a sandwich. That's fair. <laughs> mm, what is, uh, what is sandwich? Oh, it's like when you put, uh, a potato between two pieces of bread. Potato bread? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And you, so they reach into their, like, pocket and they pull out and it's a big old heap and slice of potato <laughs> in between two pieces of, of, you guessed it, potato bread. It's like a chip buddy. Yeah. He says, uh, he says, here you go. Oh, well, thank you. Potato I'm bread is gonna, delicious. I'm going to, like, good. pawn the potato off on wagon. <laughs> eat the potato bread <laughs> we've never seen sandwich before we want to see you eat it well i'm eating it we're playing the sandwich game now y'all mm-hmm. all right well uh what are you doing here y'all uh wait says, uh, give us just a second kids and then <laughs> and then huddles up the team um it says okay i think we're in some kind of like wish fulfillment plane or that they manifested potatoes for me, and a, a fire for, for Silverleaf, and a sandwich for Tess. I think, I think whatever uh, we want kind of becomes real here. Are we expecting anyone else to show up? Uh, not as, I, hmm. Because we're we're like ostensibly we're here to stop this god from being resurrected, right? Yes. Maybe we should ask the kids if they've seen anyone else. And if not, my instinct is this god is underground. Under Silverleaf is is you probably galaxy braining over here, thinking that um, <laughs> you know uh, the Spanish word for potato is papa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay, Damn. keep going. And so it's uh, weirdly enough. So it's also the dragonkin. <laughs> word yeah. for it. Pota- and, uh, potatoes and, have eyes and also oh. yeah and also that the 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 symbol of savarus which is like a weird orb with eyes floating in it looks an awful lot like a potato mm-hmm. as illustrated in the discord chat here i even uh-huh. managed to find one where the eyes are similarly similarly arranged okay Keep i going. appreciated so, that so yep. i i think I think we're in the potato, y'all. Do you think this is? Are Avarice? you saying this is potato section? Bum bum. <laughs> oh, okay, you you think you're know. in the potato? I just I need you to keep. I need one more step here uh, <laughs> of some sort. We've been eating these potatoes, right? I don't, I don't cool. think any of us have eaten one yet. Can we can we chop one in half? I think if Savrus is dead, he's interred in the field. Mm. You don't think his spirit is inside the potatoes themselves? I mean, I think it's all around us, right? It's like everything is suffused with primordial <laughs> tuber magic here. Like, Is there a check to know what the corpse of a dead god looks like? <laughs> I think it's kind of thing. It's like uh, pornography. You know it when you see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, both yeah. intensely erotic. That's the. That's how you know. That's mm-hmm. the similarity. Yep. I'm. Well, I mean, in in the one case we've seen before, it looks like a bunch of ants. So. Mm-hmm. I'm saying maybe a, it's in all these potatoes. Yeah. Well, okay. it's in everything, right? Like, uh, uh, Weg think... cast detect magic and saw that everything was that primordial magic, right? Like. Yeah. 
I think Silverleaf's argument was that literally everything here is Savas. Like this, mm-hmm. this entire globe is Savas. What are you talking about? Uh, we're talking about your pop. I mean, pop. your papas. And he holds up a potato. Is this a, a language pun or? Yeah. What's pun? <laughs> you tell me. Uh, <laughs> and then they do the face thing again. <laughs> um. Okay, how do we? We have uh, to get to the village. We have to find the papa. Yeah, I I don't think that they're. I I was thinking that maybe the village is beyond this place. We only tried to go through the forest once. So let's let's give it at least <laughs> one more. Yeah, go. like let's leave these small fries behind and and. Oh, I get it. Try to move to the next. <laughs> Uh huh. So you go to you know uh, you know you go laterally in a different direction toward the mountain through the forest. You do the same thing. You take about ten steps through. You move somehow. There's a piece of pine in your face again. You move it. You are back in in the forest. Um, you don't have any sense you're being teleported. You don't have any sense that back you at were the farm. Being... You mean? Yeah, you're back at the farm. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, the uh, you you know you don't have a sense that like. Um, you're somehow being bamboozled or you're doing something wrong. This just might be the only place that's here. This is it. Okay. Hmm. Um, we're stuck in Zork y'all. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Wake does have the, uh, you're, you guys are going to hate me for this because this isn't what wake wants to do, but wake does have the power to raise things from the dead. Right. What if he just cast that spell on everything? That would break. He's not allowed to do that. He I, can't be involved in another resurrection. I, I can't. Wait, who says who? The dead god? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wait. Wait. What? What's our? What's our goal here? Our goal is to to prevent Sovereign's resurrection. Okay. Yeah. And who's gonna resurrect Sovereign? Not Besides us. Besides Kylie. Dot, dot, dot question mark you still know yeah yeah because we yeah, we man. got the only map right no we, we don't know, know that that was sure. that was my original argument like mm-hmm. an episode ago um, yeah Wait. which we don't know that for sure Wait, do you have a magical potato i do and do you have a shovel i do should we have a funeral for this potato you know well, wait it's not a bad idea how are you gonna get out of here if we, I we mean, worse worse comes to worse. Silverleaf can take a nap and then knock us out of here, right? I think oh. we're beyond that. I think we're we're we've entered the the realm of the allegorical. Um, we may be here to stay. Our our mortal bodies, though we are perceiving them to, to be the same, I we're just. Probably just energy at this point. What? Um, How is this acceptable to you? <laughs> it's the I think planes. we need to have a funeral. For, but but for what end? Meaning, man. <laughs> Silverleaf storms out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so we have one uh, position of uh, have a funeral for a potato, <laughs> to uh, S- to kind symbolic. of enact a yeah a symbolic kind of burial, an energetic uh, re- reimagining here. 
Mm-hmm. If and this is predicated on the idea that this whole place is Tavris, and so if you perform the burial here, it will then uh, prevent him from being resurrectable, right? Mm-hmm. That's the logic. Okay. Yeah, it will. It will. It will allow Savras's soul to pass into the you know the realm of, or I don't know, but I think like. Oh wait, in, no. In okay. a in a in a plane like this, having a funeral, you know, in in the prime material plane when you have one, it like lets you go, and yes, you can still resurrect that person, but mm-hmm. like. In this kind of place, it's like much more powerful. Also, I, th- I think here. Well, uh, just to, just to say briefly, I think here probably the most important thing to do would be to build a funeral pyre and, of course, uh, bake the potato. Oh yes, yes. That sounds that, so- that, that sounds the- like this plane so- will disappear. Like what? if this plane is Savarus, and then we remove Savarus from like the rest of the world it sounds like we're also removing ourselves which is not something that kylie wants to do i feel like if you're extending the metaphor that far pretty much regardless of what we do we're putting ourselves at risk yeah well i mean there's a difference between putting ourselves at risk and literally killing the thing that we're inside of or destroying it from existence again i feel like resurrecting the thing contains that same possibility. Yeah, here's because... what I can do for you, Kylie. <laughs> Look, I have to talk to my sales manager. <laughs> no, like, wait, here, you... Let me let me add <laughs> let me add value for you. I have a spell. Okay, all right. It's called banishment. It'll send you back to your home plane, wherever like, that is. Yeah, but I don't want the like. Are the rest of you just cool with dying right now, forever? I mean, Wegs Wegs on board with whatever the cost of this is. He made a promise to his god. He's got to do it. And Silverleaf made a promise to Wegg to see this thing through to it's the, the end. It's the transitive god promise. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Tess definitely isn't, though, right? I mean, that's up to Tess. I have... Well, I can cast... Well, yeah, that's why I was asking Tess. <laughs> Sorry, I could not process what you actually said. Well, like, uh, it feels like... Uh, Tess wouldn't want to die to serve Aroglan's interest. No, you're correct. So it feels like Tess would also want to get out of this plane before we destroy it. I would be in agreement with that. So I think there are a lot of uh, assumptions being made about things being destroyed and you could make a, you could uh, try to uh, draw on a wealth of knowledge you might have. Uh, you you could look for additional clues, perhaps. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. you you could start it and see what started happening. <laughs> um, very few things uh, go from beginning to end with no kind of say <laughs> save or check involved. Yeah, you can't um, bake a potato in in. Yeah, that takes, takes a, like while. a whole hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. at minimum. Also, uh, yeah. You also, Cam has never put us in a in a position of instantaneous death. Uh, well, I mean, uh, behind the curtain, that is also not something that Kylie wants to happen. <laughs> like Kylie doesn't want Kylie wants this okay, god to be. But back. like, yeah. here's here's the here's the the thing. What does Kylie want to do? Because like Silverleaf and Wegg are gonna have a funeral and bake this potato. But like, what are what are Tess and Kylie doing in this? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Kylie yeah, wants I, think I, a positive it's great. It's like good. there are a million things that you could not do, right? What are you doing? Kylie yeah. wants to. Um, raise Savras back and mm-hmm. take over his portfolio. Well, okay. good luck. How do you want to go about doing that though? Yeah. yeah. I think it's yeah that's my question too. Uh, because like 
as far as like, I know, right, Kylie has no capability of achieving that goal. Well, I, th- given the fact that there, there has to be, like, Kylie knows that there has to be some way for that to happen, right? Otherwise, Wag wouldn't have been sent here to prevent it. Mm-hmm. So stopping Wag from preventing that from happening seems mm-hmm. like a good idea. And at the same time, not being trapped here. Like, getting whatever kernel of the god of fate, like, identifying that and then getting out. That's what you want, but what do you do? Yeah, if it will help you make the decision, you will not be trapped here. Like, that is not on the table, okay? So, like, character knowledge that, right? But go ahead, Mary, sorry. Oh, I I was going to say, like, just... I understand your goals, James, but... I'm going to toss this your way. Wegg and Silverleaf are attempting to essentially give Savras their final rest via metaphorical means. If you believe yeah. they are correct, you should be looking for a metaphorical means to bring uh, Savras back. Rather than, like, don't, don't think about this in the terms of, like, D&D rules of, I need to cast Raise Dead. But, like, no, I know. What, what I'm thinking is getting a potato and getting out of here. Because, like, if the potato is... If baking the potato is equivalent to the funeral pyre, then taking a potato out of here seems like taking the corpse back into a... Uh, not material plane, but a plane that's not this microplane. Okay. I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, then you could take a potato and have Silverleaf banish you back to the prime material plane. Like, that, that, is, that has, in fact, been offered to you already. Right, yeah. Well, uh, like it, it. I, I guess I'm just a little confused about, um, like the metaphor. Like it's it, the power so if, of your role playing storytelling versus my very compelling potato no, no. funeral narrative. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, that, that's I mean, what's at stake here, right? Like, I mean, and I think that Mary's like suggestion here is a really good one in the sense of like. If if that is your goal, right, then you need to have a strong metaphorical, you know, kind of uh, planescape ass <laughs> logic here in order to make that happen, right? So, so also burying the potato isn't just like it's not it, it is a metaphor in the way that Silverleaf has been talking about it, but like the thing that unraveled Rogalin was the loss of the knowledge of where Savras was buried, and by burying the recognition. The, of that loss right the recognition of that loss and by burying the potato th- the knowledge of savras's burial location becomes known again and that has wait, to that has to be pa- wait, powerful how? in some way because if the sa- if the potato is savras and i bury it then but, no, i'll know Sa- where it's buried savras is already buried here right well savras yeah, yeah like savras savras is is interned in this place in some way but like we're we're giving the idea form by yeah by yeah, doing yeah. the burial. So yeah, I think that's right. Tess yeah, would like to walk into the potato field. Okay, you're in the potato field. Um, I I would like to uh essentially I would like to plant the potato as opposed to bury it. Um. So you've got your own. You've got your own potato. Yeah, I mean it's full okay. of potatoes, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. 
but like they're they're already growing yeah no my idea is like so let's so we're assuming sabris is in a kind of liminal state between being dead and like not having yet passed on um to that extent if you want to like if you want to go about this in a metaphorical way of trying to give sabris that final rest so that uh, they can pass on then i think the argument that to that the like counter to that metaphorical argument is instead of baking the potato you nurture the potato plants you grow the potato you like you work the field yeah exactly you work you work the potato farm for an eternity <laughs> like mm-hmm. the i mean in addition to like is that what that Tess wants I think, I mean, whenever I said I was going into the potato field, I was actually going to do, like, just some looking around in terms of, like, investigation checks to look for additional clues. But, Mm -hmm. like, I think that is a compelling counter-narrative to Wagon Silverleaf's, uh, like, bake the potato metaphor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so the kind of two logics just to kind of sum up here right so on, on one hand we have wagon silverleaf who were suggesting that uh the the me- the method forward here right for uh, both re-establishing Aragolin and uh and therefore making sabris pass over is to ceremonially uh bake the potato <laughs> and and pass sabris on right preventing the god of fate from ever being resurrected where Tess, you were saying that if one were to resurrect Savras and and not do the thing they're doing, the way of doing that would be to nurture and tend and then allow the potato field to come into its own. Yes. Which I think might lead, lead us to an interesting question of, or an interesting uh, observation, that the uh, potato field is already being tended. Yeah. People are growing potato. Do you think that these children are the people that are trying to resurrect Stavros, or do you think that it's he himself coming back? I That's think the it, feel that I got. Like, I, of, his, of its own volition? Was that Mary? I, I was going to say, like, I definitely I th- think the reading of the children as, like, an element of Stavros is probably an accurate one. <laughs> but unclear. Because they don't know any more about this place than the place does, right? Or they like, could be lying. I, yeah, I do not believe not, them to be lying. I also yeah, you do don't get a sense that they're lying. lying. Okay. Yeah. That's not the vibe I got from Cam. No, no. You, you get the sense that all of those emotions that they are feeling and frustration and kind of weird communication moments, those are wholly correct and true. So it sounds like we would want to either... Uh, we being... Kylie and potentially Tess would want to either find a way to speed up that growth or to stop Silverleaf and Wegg from baking the potato and just let this go on. I mean, uh, I think they're... I do not think that this is the... 
that was legitimately just something I was throwing out there. I think there are other potential options for how, like, you could go about uh, resurrecting Savras. Like, if you believe that these children are, like, the reincarnation of Savras not yet, like, fully formed, then essentially uh, similar similar to how, like, Aragolin was reduced upon the recognition of uh, them no longer knowing the burial location of Savras. I think if you could somehow trigger the children's like memory of who they once were, you could potentially bring, bring Savras back into existence. Yeah, I mean, the the weird thing is that um, in doing that, Kylie would ostensibly want to do that to kill Savras, right? I, and you tell me. <laughs> yeah, because I'm. The, the, uh, by the way, the children are farming this whole time. Yeah, yeah. which I'm, I'm going to kind of put you all on a little bit of a time limit here. Yeah, Weg, yeah. Weg, Weg has also been collecting kindling and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. It, it would there, be a, there's a, you've got like a spit and you kind of threw the potato and you're you're getting ready to kind of crank it around. Silver it, Silverleaf has set up the uh, the you know he's like the the golden urn of sour cream and and the, the <laughs> little the little like the little basket of, of of like chopped chives and he's just getting everything he's grating the cheese you know mm-hmm. everything's everything's getting ready uh mm. there's you know he he pulls out a special little bag that he's been saving for a while out of his magical components and he's got like uh you know it's like uh magical bacon bits <laughs> it would be a gauche move to kill the children right yeah uh I, and i mean just to be clear i don't know if it would work yeah. They can they can make sandwiches from nothing. What could you do to them? Well, I mean, I, the I, I Kai's plan <laughs> is to kill the god. So mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. easier to do it while they're children than Well, that's what you think. Um okay. They're they're getting ready to uh to bake this tater. Yep, so, I think I think just to speak to James for a second. I think if you want to possibly resurrect Savras, you need to do something to either stop Wag and Silverleaf or yeah. execute on your plan now. Yeah, Just I, I would stop. encourage you to think the execute on your plan now thing as opposed to yeah, definitely fighting your own party members. Uh, wait, I I still is te- where is Test standing? Unclear. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a thing that I would like to know before trying to execute on a plan. To... I do not think your plan should include Tess. I, I, this is a silly thing to think, maybe, but there is two of Kylie, I mean, of um, Silverleaf and Wegg, and there is one of Kylie. Kylie has two classes. <laughs> this is, this is Just true. Just kidding. I, yes, you're right. Between, there, there are 20 levels of spellcaster. Well, yeah, and like even without the like combat mechanic, like it, like Kylie would I'm feel better if Tess was just, on board. Just behind the thing, you, the the metaphorical power power of the 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 planes, it does not matter if there are two people versus one oh, person. No, I, right? I don't mean like metaphorical power. I mean like mm-hmm. in a group dynamic, Kylie would rather have at least someone backing him up than trying mm-hmm. to do something. You know, well, I don't think you got anyone backing you up, bud. 
what's Tess doing? Like, I think just waiting and seeing. I think waiting for an optimal time to intervene, right? That's what it seems like. Basically. Um, Tess like, is, right, Tess right. is some kind of her own thing happening. Yeah. Um, so, can I take a... Are there, like, jars and things in the house? Sure. Can I take a potato and put it in a jar? Uh-huh. And then fill the jar with ichor. Ichor? Uh-huh. Oh, from your from your arm leg? Yes, from my thing that's not a curse. Sure. <laughs> Definitely not a curse. It's not a yes. curse. Sure, okay. What about it? You do that. You got a um, gross potato in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now wait four to six weeks. <laughs> and, yeah, until yeah. it gets nice and fermented. You gotta bury it in the yard like uh, until it, yeah, like kimchi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I want to I want to so, um, I, I boil a potato in the iker. Okay. Like you, I, I guess maybe a jar, maybe a jar isn't the best way to do this. Maybe you got a pan. pot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like basically, or like making French fries, like fried potatoes, but that instead of oil, it's boiling iker. Okay. Um, that's so, happening. You're doing it. So Are you, you, you have some sort of metaphorical, uh, the black fries. <laughs> y- yeah. I don't. <laughs> well, my idea is if, um, if baking the potato is in this metaphor, like mm-hmm. um, being a pyre for the potato, correct. I am instead infusing the potato with the dark black ichor of my extraplanar uh, evilness. I don't know. Okay. Uh, you, as you do that, um, the uh, the the dripping uh ichor coming off of your arm and leg they that dries up and that, that's what happens yeah I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing i don't know well it's, it so appears you gotta... transferred your curse to uh not a curse. <laughs> so the bad news is that the the person behind this entire plan to resurrect Savras, the League of Villains, I don't remember their name, uh, was actually, like, inhabiting your body via that not a curse. So, uh, you have contributed to their plan to resurrect Savras. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not exactly that, but uh, it, I think you're a lot closer than you think you are, weirdly enough. Uh, okay, so, so that yeah. is what, uh, that, that's what uh, Kylie has done. Frying taters in Icker. Cremation it's like time. A, a, a Iron Chef, like we've got two kitchens set up outside next to each other. <laughs> and you you've done your thing. All right. Uh Weg and Silverleaf. You've got you've got your pots, you've yep. got your, your implements, you got your spit, or whatever, you got your magical tinfoil with uh, holes poked in it. Mm-hmm. Uh how are you doing this? We've uh we've coated the potato in salt and olive oil. And wrapped mm-hmm. it in tin foil, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's up there on the on the spit, and uh, we're slowly rotating it. It's like a funeral. Po- well, yeah, no, it's on a oh, spit. Okay, okay. Yeah. slowly rotating it. Yeah, yeah. rotisserie <laughs> potato. Yeah. Just, just like uh, you know, when you when you uh, pick up the casket and you rotate it, <laughs> it's exactly the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
that's gonna age really well right yeah it's got people are really gonna know what that is um (laughs) in uh in a month and a half when this comes out the um okay so as you're doing this you all so you're doing it you got your strong metaphorical energy going on kylie is is also um uh frying up his taters over there and you begin to see kind of cracks form in the sky. Now, if you remember all the way back when you were at Bogbrook, when you finally broke that kind of dome that was over it, mm-hmm. when the planes merged again, looked very similar to that. Mm-hmm. But this uh, th- says that's probably good, right? Hard to know. Something. Uh, uh, but uh, it doesn't shatter like it did there. Right, so so when we did it there, or when you did it there, it kind of shattered into to glass, and then the the skies became one. Um, that doesn't really happen here. Uh, it what looks like it looks like you know if if the the orb that is the place you're you're in, if it, um, it instead of shattering, it's just becoming weaker. It seems like whatever that energy you remember so relief you were um, uh, that that uh, tossed your spell back at you. Probably that energy you get the feeling it has grown weaker or is weaker now as you're doing it. And as you're doing it, it's getting weaker and weaker. And behind you, you're facing the the potato field, I'm assuming. Behind you, you hear uh, the long, the you know, not long, but the wide door of the stables open. Clunk, clunk of the barn. It opens. And a familiar figure as you turn around. A familiar figure exits. Well, well, well. And you see Jimothy Ironbow. <gasps> damn it. <laughs> uh, damn, I thought we boarded you up. Oh, uh, a boarding would never destroy me. Oh. Jimothy, how Dude, you man. been? <laughs> My man. How's it going? No. <laughs> you think. You fools. You've allowed me to get here immediately. Um, can everyone give me a uh, perception check real quick? Sure. Okay. Oof. Indeed. Eight. Mm-hmm. Six. Seven. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Kylie? Twelve. What you got for Twelve? Yeah. You see Jim with the Iron Bow standing in front of you. I, I guess we says, all passed. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you did a great job. Uh, and he says, As you can see, my children are here. I can't believe that you would attempt to kill them. I heard you threatened to kill them. No, we would never. My I children. did not threaten to kill them. Is I the heard vi- one of you definitely threatened to kill my children. Is the village the same place that we sent all of those other people? What? We're not in Triel, no. No, this is not Triel. <laughs> no, I... Uh... Yeah, but when uh, they were talking about their father going to the village. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They both run past you and yell, Papa, Papa! He goes, Ah, my children, Jimmy Jr. <gasps> oh my god! Oh. Did y'all just notice this? <laughs> yeah, shut up, Mary. Some of us aren't smart. <laughs> it was right in front of us the whole time. <laughs> Ha-ha! This is the second major twist of this episode. Big twist. He says, all right, step away from the funeral pyre. No. I eat one of the chips. One of the, or, or French fries. 
Right. You do that, and he kind of he kind of grimaces, and he goes, "That that that doesn't look good." <laughs> the icker on your arm starts uh, dripping a little bit. I, yeah, I want to get that icker back. <laughs> I will not. This this right will be completed. Wag starts uh, turning the potato faster. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think that might hurt. Hurt. <laughs> um. He. Um, he says, no, I don't think so. I think you're going to stop right now. Huh. Um, Can I make a saving throw? Are you both? Who's turning it? You're both turning it? I think just Wag, right? Just Wag. I'm standing in between Wag and uh, the Pyre and Wag and uh, Jim at the Iron Bow and his children. Defiantly. Um, okay, so... Choo, 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 choo. You need to. Everyone needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Thank God. Sixteen. Okay. You fail. Nine. You fail. <laughs> Fourteen. You fail. Twenty-three. You pass. Oh, <gasps> this is so appropriate. Yep. So uh, all of you uh, who failed um, are uh, are beset by visions uh you you don't quite understand what's what's happening in front of you i need to make a roll on a chart i don't have the appropriate die in front of me this is the this is the good part of dnd is uh not having the die in front of you mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay <clears throat> okay so uh so kylie you are are struck uh unable to move you're standing there kind of stock still your arm dripping a little bit but not as much as it used to uh, Tess, you run away and hide in the house. Okay. So you you go and hide. You uh, you know scoot under the bed. Weg, you um, <laughs> uh, you just uh, you you take your hand and you hit the potato and you knock it off of the. Oh the no! Spit. Yeah. And uh, why am I so doing we, this? You're no, good. That's a hot yeah, potato. I mean, you know what? It's almost as if you're. Confused. Okay. Did I hurt myself in my confusion? You didn't. <laughs> no. But you did hurt the potato. You knocked it off. It's on the ground. Now. Um. Uh, Wait, it's, it's in foil. It's still good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I uh, can still the, eat it later. <laughs> uh, three second rule. Uh, Silverleaf, what do you want to do? Um. Silverleaf wants to cast Mage Hand. Um. Which looks like not a hand, but like a like a little a little cartoon fishing hook coming out mm-hmm. of the sky. Okay. Um, and hook the potato, and put it back mm-hmm. in the fire. Okay, so you do that. You you go and whoop, you scoop it up, and you get it back over the fire. It's ready to go. And Jimothy Imer goes ah. Um, the children who are who are there. He's kind of got you know one on each hip. Basically, they're both kind of standing to either side of him, and they. Uh, disappear. You know, they kind of like Infinity War away. Um, and he, uh, you see, Jimothy Ironbow. Um, he's standing in front of you, and you blink your eyes, and when you open your eyes again, uh, you can see two Jimothy Ironbows, and you just kind of like, oh, you're like, whoa, you shake your head, and then one of those Jimothy Ironbows is gone. Just so Silverleaf got that, or all of us? Um, everyone saw that. If you if you're not, you know, hiding under the bed. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, so for just a moment, there were two, and now there's only one in front of you. God, the only thing worse than one Jim at the Iron Bow. You need to give me that potato. And I'll let you leave. I'll let you leave here. It won't happen. Jimothy, how did you orchestrate all of this? Oh, well, I'm, as you know, a tactical genius who cannot be destroyed. Um, What's your passive perception, Silverleaf? Uh, 15. Okay. Weg, uh, what's your just normal perception? Just give me a perception check, actually. Okay. Uh, that is twenty-one. Okay, because you're because you're stand, you're at the spit still, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, rolled a three. So, <laughs> b- beside you, um, the Jimothy, you you're standing at the spit, and right in front of you, popping into existence, is another Jimothy Ironbow, almost as if he was invisible. And he has his hand on the potato. Whoa. And both Timothy Iron Bros go, ah! <laughs> hot potato. Mm-hmm. It is a hot potato. So uh, Tess and, and uh, uh, Kylie, you're both good now. Okay. So, I'm going to uh, come back <laughs> from outside the bed. And okay. The house. <laughs> so you're running back outdoors. Kylie, what are you up to? Um... You all see this hot potatoed uh, Jimmy the Iron Bow. I don't know if this is like the right way to think about it, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thinking back to the stuff we did to trick Jimmy the Iron Bow in the first place. Okay. Um, and I, I'm um, I'm going to do um, can, I, can I shoot a burning hands at the the fire not i don't want to hit wag or jimothy mm-hmm. but i want to make the fire bigger okay so in this moment of of having to choose whether to let jimothy Ironbow take this or uh allow silverleaf and wag's plan to go through to fruition you you are at least entertaining their idea in yeah this i moment. mean um despite what aragolin said earlier about like fate not being real mm-hmm Kylie still believes that he is fated to become God King no matter what. Mm-hmm. So if it's not now, that kind of sucks. But I'm sure as hell not one. Jimothy kind of like he sucks. <laughs> uh, okay, so you you hit the fire. It's bigger, and and Jimothy Ironbow, uh, you 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 know the Jimothy Ironbow that you're familiar with would generally be like ah and drop it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is not happening here. Uh-oh. He is still the fire is consuming his arm, and he's holding onto it desperately, trying to because Silverleaf did such a good job of attaching it back to the the spit. <laughs> um, he is desperately trying to yank it off of the spit. Silverleaf or Wag, what are you, what are you up to? What Wag, am you I go up first. To? Um. Wegg turns to Jimothy Prime and says, <laughs> "Is that the? Is that wait? Is that sorry? The ahead. one? The one that isn't engulfed in flames, holding the potato? Okay. Oh, I I thought Jimothy Prime was the one engulfed in flames, and the other one was like a decoy. That's, that's a good question. We don't know yet. Okay. Um, Wegg turns to the one that isn't uh being burned alive 
and says, Jimothy, mm-hmm. I'm not here to play around. I'm giving you, this is your one warning. You can back off. You can't me. warn me of anything. I have allies. And he gestures over to the stable again. And out of the stable comes Hoback the Bald. <gasps> Hoback? Get another potato. Hoback, what's Still, the hell? Hoback's places? Just get another potato. No. <laughs> Do it. What's, what's your deal? Why are you even here? He needs a potato. And he, he begins walking toward the the spit. Just get another potato. Yes! Give me the potato. You fools. I'm the mayor. I forgot about his famous catchphrase. Ha! Ah, he's, he's the mayor. mayor. He's also wearing the sash. I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I have an idea. Okay. Silverleaf, uh, hit with a, a flash of enlightenment. Um. We need to knock him out of office. <laughs> Let's hold an election. Yeah. Well, I think he's casting knock. I'm casting knock as a fifth level spell to knock Jimothy Ironbow off his high horse (laughs) out of office and uh, take away his mayoralty. Okay. So we're all his powers. So you're, I'm assuming it's a big fist or something like that. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's just a big fist um, coming down uh, and, and, and just putting a, a, like, you know, again with the the sort of energy over the whatever real Jimothy, um, there's like a ballot box, and over Wegg there's a ballot box, and the hand is coming down and it's holding a ballot, and it just stuffs it into the, into the Wegg ballot box, <laughs> just absolute, and it just like you know the ballot box like swells and just explodes um, with the power of democracy. So when you do that. When it explodes, what happens is almost as if um, it's almost as if uh, well, okay, I guess a few different things happen here at once. <laughs> so the first thing is the Jimothy Ironbow furthest away from you, who uh, Wegg referred to as Jimothy Prime, uh, it dissipates in the same way that the children did <laughs> in Fandy War, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Hoback the Bald, he goes no, and he <laughs> dissipates into nothing. The Jimothy who is standing at the fire, the true Jimothy Prime, mm-hmm. um, he begins to expand and contract his skin, almost as if that skin is some sort of container for something else. And uh, as the ballot gets dunked in, the container that is the kind of body envelope of Jimothy Ironbow explodes into dazzling light and around that light this searing darkness and in its place is left a much larger much more terrifying creature <laughs> oh goodness a much larger much more terrifying jim at the iron bow <laughs> yeah, yeah he's nine feet tall and you don't like him anymore uh but uh green skinned hunched over large wings a big tail uh huge kind of bat-like ears and hunched over you know so it's it's kind of a, literally a demonic creature um did, did jimothy ironbow have exactly that same beard no he didn't <laughs> uh very different this kind of got two like super long chops on this on this demon and uh, 
Leg Silverleaf, or actually anyone can make, you know, a history check or something like that to see if you know, if you recognize this creature. Sure. Oh, I failed. <laughs> I rolled a 10. It's probably not. Uh, 22. Okay. Oh, yeah. Anyone else roll? Uh, I also rolled a 10. <laughs> okay. I rolled a 9. So, so y'all are like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's a um, demon. But Weg... Right, you got you got a twenty-two wag. Mm-hmm. Drawing on your knowledge and maybe even a little bit of additional knowledge from, um, uh, from Aragolid. You know, you got a little, you got a little ant up there whispering in your ear. Hmm. Um, you know that this is Fraz Erblu. <gasps> Fraz Erblu. Erblu. Okay. Erblu. What do I know about Fraz Erblu? He is a demon lord, and he is known as the, um, I'm pretty sure, the lord of deception. The demon lord, the prince of deception, and demon lord of illusions. Hmm. I tell the rest He's, of the team that. <laughs> You're like, it's Fraz Erblu! <laughs> that's right, that's... <laughs> I'd know him anywhere. That's Fraz Erblu. <laughs> and uh, so he kind of stands up. He lets the potato go. He stands up. He's 12 feet tall. And he stands up to his full height and he says, Oh, uh, yes, you have determined that it is I, Fraz Erblu. What's the hell, Deception Fraz? and Demon Lord of Illusions. <laughs> yeah, the Demon Lord of Illusions, as everyone knows, and... Now I'll have to kill you. I, I much appreciate that you got me here. If you'll notice on your map there, uh, child, and he points at you, Egg. <laughs> he says, if you'll notice on there, you, there's still quite a bit of of, of goo, or, or what we like to call magoop, on that, wouldn't you say? Oh my goodness, is there? Wag looks at the map. Yeah. And uh, so, yes, there is. There's, like, sticky stuff all over it still. Oh, I never noticed. I, I'm he just says, so used to being sticky. He <laughs> says, uh, one cannot become, you know, the leader of some sort of league of villains without keeping track of all your villains, as you well know. Anyway. <laughs> Does this guy think that Weg is actually wet derp? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I he don't would know. Known about, uh, known about wet derp boy. I don't know one way or the other. Okay. So that's good. He deceived himself. Yeah, that's a good opportunity if you wanted to try to become White Dirt Boy. That's perfectly fine with me. I have not decided one way or the other on that. Wag, Wag uh, is too determined, and too focused on his promise to Aragolan to even remember about Wet Dirt Boy. I think. Okay, fun idea. Uh, so, yeah, but so no deception on your part. He says, uh, "So uh, you can surrender now, and I won't kill you." And you'll be left here for eternity with all these wonderful potatoes. Uh, or, um, I'll kill you. Damn, you make a really compelling case. There's really just two options, aren't there? Wait, we're no just... illusions here. <laughs> well, hold on. Um, I think there's Jimmy? a third option. What right. is that? You demons like making deals, right? Uh, no, I think you're thinking of, uh, of devils. devils. Oh, is this a demon or a devil? This is no, a this demon. Is a oh, it's a demon? Oh, okay. Dang it. He's, I'm a demon lord. Oh. I'm a demon prince, in fact, of lies and deception. Right. Okay, Wait, well, I had a really... Jim... What? What? 
Kylie wants to ask if this if you were Jimmy the Thief the whole time. Oh yeah, good question. What? <laughs> were you Jim, were you Jimothy Ironbow this whole time? Are you asking me if I were the original Jimothy Ironbow that you defeated all the way back in Burdusk? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, one year ago today. Uh, no, yes. uh, no, I'm not. Wow, that's convenient. Oh. <laughs> I, I was just, uh, you know, predating on all of the 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 fantasies and enemies and and allies you've created along your path. I'm also not Hoback the Bald. Oh, sorry. Just you have to understand. We've recently found out that several other people that we thought we knew were actually people, other people that we thought we knew today. Oh, it's been a it's been a big day. That's interesting. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to I'm going to kill you, or and or not kill you. Um. Yeah. Silverleaf <laughs> has an idea. Uh-huh. Okay. Which guy? He, he he, um. He pulls out the the powdered sugar. <laughs> and and just like breaks the bag over himself. Oh my god, it's supercharged. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like He's going Super up, Saiyan. Like, yeah, like some yeah, like some kind of funnel cake Goku. Um <laughs> and uh and uh and says, Frazer Bloom, I banish yes. you. What? Uh <laughs> and cast banishment. So you're casting banishment. Yeah. Weg casts mm. banishment at the same time. Also, you're, you're combining oh. your banishments. Double yes. banishment mm. into a spirit bomb of banishment. Uh, it's like I. It's like the life force of two or four people <laughs> is, is uh, trying to banish me now. If, if God forbid, four people <laughs> in some sort of gesture of party unity were all to attempt to banish me at one time using their various skills, now that would be truly terrible. But only these two people cannot banish me, I don't believe. Damn, Kylie says, Tess, we really should have learned banishment. <laughs> I don't know if perhaps they had their own skills and abilities that they could use. I, I, I'm going to whip out the burning hands, like uh-huh. pushing it into the stream of banishment. Energy. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I don't have damage resistance or damage immunity to this. <laughs> For some reason, this level one racial ability. <laughs> <laughs> now what's oh, what? Tess gonna do? Oh gosh! Uh, I'm gonna cheer Wag on. No. <laughs> uh, the That's power. a part of unity. Like, <laughs> right. look, you're leaving on the table here. You got to get out your uh, your bag of fandom here. Oh my God, you're right. This is, How can this is the ultimate situation of the bag of fandom. Right? <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm going to uh, pull out my like giant foam finger that says Wag's number one. <laughs> and my other giant foam finger that says Aragolin's definitely not dead. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, uh, so you see Tess begin like shooting these foam fingers, the ultimate maneuver, having two, two foam fingers, uh, and uh, the power of that. He goes, "Oh, I thought that we were gonna have a big fight." Uh, and slowly he he gets smaller and smaller. You know, historically everything's a, everything's been reduced to a point and and popped out of existence, but he gets much like a raglan gets smaller and smaller and smaller until he is but the size of a baked potato. <gasps> and then he pops out of existence, banished from this uh, this pocket plane. The potato that he was holding, or trying to, to, to hold uh, from the spit, 
uh, it is knocked out of his hand as he's doing this into the fire that is continuing to rage because Kylie, uh, you know, put all that fire energy on it. And you can see the uh, pocket plane around you uh, uh, scrunching up more, becoming more and more shattered, becoming more and more messed up. Um, crispy. crispy, extremely crispy, but like so soft on the inside. And you like get some yeah. butter and you put it right in there. Oh. And uh, and you feel like this pocket plane is about to disappear or shatter or something. Silverleaf, you got one more knock left in you. Or do we have to take a nap? <laughs> <laughs> no, Silverleaf has uh, Silverleaf's tapped out, and I could do a short rest, and uh, <laughs> no, but um, you know, this is I've cast all my fourth and fifth level spells, and mm, accepting my fate now. Yeah, Wag doesn't have. Uh, I don't think Wag has anything that could that, that is like a transportation based. Um. Are you Wait. out of polymorphs? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Can we a... use the map backwards? I'm out. Oh, Kylie, you're brilliant. Weg pulls out the map and turns it upside down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so actually what happens here, right? So you pull out the map and the same thing that happened before happens again. It's almost like, uh, you know, Froz or Blue had something to do with this, maybe. Um, you pulled the the map in your hands and you turn it upside down and once you finish turning it uh without change in size or shape or anything like that it's like it was this the whole time it's a big tome in front of you it's a book now and it says uh you know uh decisions about the living and the dead do not steal hmm. copyright or raglan we had um, the whole time oh son of a <laughs> And so this is, uh, you know, without even having to think about it, by holding it and understanding it, whatever this piece of, of Aragolin's information was, has now become a substantial amount of Aragolin's information. Now, you feel like it might be a little bit lighter than it used to be. In fact, in fact, it seems like it might not have any information about halflings living or dead in it for some reason <laughs> that you don't really know anything about. Um, but but you can tell by holding it, you can tell that oh, this is you know that big infinite archive that you saw, the all the information of the living and the dead that Raglan had. This is this is probably you know a, a, a palimpsest. It's a it's a piece that that stands in for the whole of that thing. And so so you know Weg that you can make some decisions here. Okay, you, you know uh, because Silverleaf is very willing to be obliterated here. But if you took hold of this and really thought about it, you could make decisions about who is alive and who is dead. You know, oh. Silverleaf doesn't have to be dead. Kylie doesn't have to be dead. This thing could collapse and, you know, they would just be alive. Tess would be alive. But you would have to take on some responsibility. Do I get a sense that. of that responsibility from holding the book? You would have to do the job of someone who doesn't exist anymore. You would be doing Aragolin's job. Hmm. Weg, who would be God next? Seems like a swell deal if you can if you can get it. <laughs> um, Weg, I consider the ant. Hmm. Hmm. For the first time in a year, there are no ants 
There are no ants anywhere. It's just wagging You're the book. You're looking for him? It's just wagging the book. I think I see one. I'm looking <laughs> at Wag. <laughs> Wag looks back at his friends, holding the book in his hands. The sky begins to crackle and fall. And he says, well, friends, take care of each other, okay? Silverleaf is meditating silently, but gives a thumbs up. <laughs> Wait, you're trying to get that short rested? <laughs> no, he's just trying. He's <laughs> contemplating his death. Yeah, I'm accepting. So, so you're taking you're taking charge of it. Yep. So Weg grabs the book. You can see that, and uh, both Weg and the book begin to fade away, kind of like the kids do at the end of Stand by Me. <laughs> and, oh, so this is not an Infinity War. It's not an Infinity War situation. He's not uh, fragmenting. He is slowly and gracefully fading into some other existence. I've got some paperwork I need to do. Um, so Wegg fades away entirely, and as that happens, he disappears. And as that happens, you see the, um, uh, the sky begin to fall, and outside of it is not... You know, when you were at Bogbrook and it happened, the Toriel, right, the Prime Material Plane, it came back in. You know, it, it kind of asserted itself. But outside this pocket plane, there's nothing. There's the void. I mean, you, you look out into it, and it's not darkness. It's nothingness. And uh, that happens, and Silverleaf, you believe you are going to die. And Tess, you believe that you're already dead. And Kylie, you are having a, an existential crisis for the first time in your life here at the very end of it, because you think, but I'm fated to be God King. I can't die here. And as that void collapses in and crushes all of you and the potato farm, uh, you blink, you feel all of that. You feel all of that nothingness. And then you blink and you wake up and you're back in the Forgotten Realms. Silverleaf, where where would you want to be? I want to be at the Lazy Rabbit. Silverleaf, you wake up at the, the Lazy Rabbit. It's a place that you've been many times before. It looks very changed. It's not the Lazy Rabbit that you left before or the last time that, that you left it. You don't see any staff that you recognize. It seems like the tables are in much, much nicer condition. And as you look out the window, you can see a Marsimber that's much bigger, much more robust, uh, with more tall towers. Um, and uh, frankly, a little less apocalyptic looking mm -hmm. than it was the last time you were here. Tess, where do you wake up? Triel. Tess wakes up in Triel and can look out and sees first thing. You you wake up and you're on you're on a like a rise on a hill outside uh, of town, and you look and you can see um, the giant that you rescued from inside the Allworm. And you can see that she's not the young giant that she was before. She's old. I mean, she's, she's probably aged 50 years or more. And you can see her with her giant grandchildren standing there. And you can see um, uh, <laughs> um, a uh, big uh, building in the middle of town. And it says, uh, we welcome Mayor Jimmy Ironbow. Uh, 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 Jimmy Ironbow Jr. How about that? <laughs> uh, Jimmy Jr. To do it. Um, and you can see the uh, the one-armed golem, if you remember all the way back. 
you can see the golem uh, uh, helping people uh, learn how to string a bow. You see all of these things, and Trio looks like it's having a pretty good time. Kylie, where do you wake up? I, I feel bad because the the first thing that popped into my head was exactly the same Silverleaf. You wake um, up in the Lazy Rabbit as well. Yeah. Um, although it is much more apocalyptic looking, and uh, definitely not the way that it looked like before uh, when you left. Um, it's not the apocalypse that, that of the Wizard War. Uh, it's not the apocalypse of, of the snows that came after or anything like that. Similarly, there are not the same people who are here. Um, you see this is almost entirely uh, staffed and manned by uh, tieflings uh, and by Asimar, kind of half-angels. Uh, other planar beings are here, and it seems like uh, whatever the Marsimber of the time and place you woke up in, or maybe the, the parallel plane, it's one in which there might be more power vacuums and more places for Kylie to experience potential god-kingness among people who have a similar background to him. And uh, where do you wake up, Weg? Weg wakes up back home. And so, Weg, you are you wake up and you realize that you're you're no longer. I mean, you never were a chicken nugget, but you're not <laughs> chicken nugget sized anymore. You are massive. You're a hundred feet tall, and you can kind of see through yourself. And you are not a halfling anymore. You're not a priest anymore. Uh, you are, if not a god, then on your way to being a god. Um, and you can see all the halflings who uh, lay in front of you. You can see uh, the ones who are dead and the ones who are alive. Weirdly enough, many, many of those who were once dead are now alive. And as you start flipping through the kind of Rolodex in your head of where these all these different uh, halflings are supposed to be, you realize you just don't know anything about what's going on with the halflings who are alive and the halflings who are dead. And that is really disconcerting to you. But crucially... Unlike a Raglan whose fallibility uh, destroyed him, right? His recognition of fallibility destroyed him. You don't have any problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's your temperament to just be like, okay, all right, well, let's figure out what's going on with that. Um, and so you'll probably be a better uh, halfling god of the dead wow. than a Raglan was. And that's it. Yay! <laughs> Yay!